What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Be honest. Are you completely obsessed with your shoes? Have you been known to talk about your shoes to friends, family, and people in line at the grocery store? If not, then you probably don't have Rothy's. Because when you have shoes that are comfortable, washable, and come in tons of styles and colorways, obsession is basically mandatory. Just ask the millions of women who wear Rothy's every single day. You may have heard of the point and the flat from Rothy's, but they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. Plus, every single Rothy's product is made with sustainable materials, like plastic water bottles and marine plastic. So not only are they comfortable, washable, wear everywhere shoes that look great on your feet, they're great for the planet too. Step up your shoes and accessories this spring and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? And for a limited time, you can get $20 off your first purchase when you go to rothys.com slash comfort. That's $20 off at rothys.com slash comfort. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode four, and I essentially want to talk to you guys today about abundance, about lack mindset, and how you can essentially change your thoughts, change how you talk about money to attract more money into your life. So usually with my podcast episodes, I like to actually outline them and kind of like write down a couple key points I like to hit just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. But with this episode, I wanted to really get on here and almost wing it a little bit. (laughs) Um, I wanted to just really see how the format was when I kind of just like went with my thoughts and didn't really try to use a super super like formatted approach. I get really inspired when I speak about some of these topics and I can kind of go on and on for days so I really want to take the podcast to a place where I'm sitting down and talking to you guys as if we're literally at the table like sipping our Dunkin Donuts iced coffee you know y'all y'all heard my Starbucks order in like episode one I think so I just want to you know make it like super personal super friendly and relatable and easy and not that having an outline takes away from that but if I sit down and kind of like go through these topics and ramble on I might really hit a couple inspired thoughts that 
may not have come through when I was outlining the podcast. So let's get into it. This episode was actually inspired by a conversation that I had with a friend the other day. And we were talking about our budgeting. And so I'm someone who I, I like to spend. <laughs> Let's just get out there. I like to shop. I like to spend. But I also understand, you know, the importance of being fiscally responsible. And so we were talking about our budgets. And I have actually a trip planned for uh, my birthday coming up. I'm trying to go to Atlanta. I'm trying to turn up. And so we we're talking about kind of like planning our budgeting and planning for, you know, not just this month, the month of January to start the year off right, but just planning for the next couple of months, planning for 2019 in general, and making sure that we were kind of like being fiscally responsible and, and you know, having a good ratio of like spend and save. It got to a point in the conversation where she was kind of like mentioning how um, with her budgeting, it's something like she's not living paycheck to paycheck right now. But it is something where she's like, you know, there are places where she can cut back on spending in order to make sure that she feels a little bit more secure and it feels a little bit like she's not being super irresponsible with money. I think that that is definitely a valid point. If you're someone who's like just you're you're spending as much as you're like bringing in and you're not really saving and you're also you know you're just kind of like being a little bit like wild with your money like obviously there is kind of like something that you have to address there but I think there's something to be said about the fact that we live in the society where it's kind of like this lack mindset being perpetuated and it's so funny that whenever we get into a place where we want to feel more secure with money, our first thought tends to be, what can I cut? Like, do I need my gym membership? Like, do I need my Hulu? Do I need my Netflix? And yes, I need my Hulu and my Netflix. So like, and I need my Apple Music too. (laughs) So it's like, we start to think about what we can cut instead of thinking about how we can expand our income to bring in more money so that we don't have to cut out the things we love and we can just bring in more of the things we love and bring in more of that secure feeling as well. It's just one of those things where, I again, I feel like this is definitely something that is perpetuated in society and I think that we're all just... As millennials, it's kind of like we want to make sure that we're, you know, safe and we're saving things for when we do get older. And um, we want to make sure that we're going to be okay, that we're not just kind of like making all this money and running into the ground, especially at a time where things can feel a little bit unstable, I guess, with the economy. And we're not really sure what's happening. Of course, the first thought is like, we need to save, we need to save, we need to save. But again, I feel like you have to really understand that there is a difference between that lack mindset and that abundance mindset. With that lack mindset, you're you're in a state where you're afraid of not having enough. And it might not be that you're like feeling fear, like every single time you think about money, but there are little things like maybe you are like how I was a couple months ago where like even just like opening my Bank of America app was a little bit like anxiety provoking. Or maybe it's things like you're just, you're almost expecting your money to leave as fast as it comes in. Or you're just not even in the place where you're saving enough money because you're just at this point where you're not sure when it, when more of it is coming in. So you're like, might as well spend what I have. I know that seems counterintuitive, but that is definitely a way of thinking when it comes to lack mindset as well. But on the other side, you have an abundance mindset where yes, you do save and yes, you are being, again, fiscally responsible, preparing for the future, 
But at the same time, you also realize that there's more than enough. And I know that sounds a little bit like, girl, what are you talking about? Like, people are out here starving. People are out here, like, dying in the streets. Like, if there was more than enough, why does homelessness exist? Why are people starving? Why is this the way things are? And I I don't know all the facts in the world, and I don't know all the politics of it all, but I really do believe there is more than enough. And if we were to all kind of just distribute things a little bit differently, <laughs> things could be different. But I also think that living in a place and a mindset where you're afraid of not having enough is just not going to really help you. So when you get to a, a place uh, or a situation in life where you're almost forced to choose between thinking with a lack mindset and thinking that you have to, to scrape and you have to save and you have to be cheap. Like you don't have to do those things because there's always going to be more than enough if you think and if you believe and if you act accordingly with those thoughts. If you follow me on Instagram, posted a picture the other day where I was showcasing the book that I'm currently reading and it is You Are a Badass at Making Money by, or You Are a Badass at Making Money, Master the Mindset of Wealth by Jen Sincero. So this book is a really great read. I feel like if you're struggling with this idea of the difference between this lack mindset and this abundance mindset, and you want a book that almost breaks it down in a very friendly way. So it just takes some of these kind of like bigger ideas that I think can be really complicated sometimes and turns it into just simple everyday beliefs, understandings with examples to boot. So one of the things I like about this book is Jen kind of talks about the difference between, well, she first of all talks about how your mindset is so connected to the amount of money that you kind of bring in and just all the things that you bring into your life in general, but definitely very connected to your abundance. So if you're someone who perpetuates this idea of lack, and I see this all the time where people are like, oh, I'm broke or, oh, like I'm, I'm struggling to get by. And yes, this can be true, but if it's like, something like you just say almost jokingly it's like kind of not a joke because your subconscious is listening all the time and you always saying like oh I'm broke like I can't do this I'm broke blah blah, blah. it's gonna bring more of that brokenness into your life or even something like the use of the word expensive like I've tried to almost eliminate the use of the word expensive from my vocabulary because I don't think that things are expensive. I think that we just have this perception of things being expensive because of what we're used to. If you're used to buying $10 shirts from Primark and then all of a sudden you go to like Gucci and the shirt is like $500, like obviously you're going to have a different perception of that shirt and you're going to think that shirt is quote unquote expensive because it's like 50 times, wait, what was that math I did? I don't even know, but it's like a lot of times the cost of the Primark shirt. But at the end of the day, if you were someone who was like about to go into Gucci and you didn't really shop at Primark and all you knew was Gucci shirts like that shirt would not be expensive to you that shirt would be regular to you I think that was a long example but that just goes to show that it's again a lot about perception and it's half about mindset but a lot about perception and another thing I think I want to address in this podcast is some of the thoughts that people have around money being negative and again I hear this a lot in regular everyday life where we almost have this negative perception towards 
money and people who have a lot of money if we don't have a lot of money. So for example, you might hear someone talking about someone and saying how they're rich and how like they have so much money, they don't even know how to spend it, but they're talking about it in a very negative way. And they're almost talking about it in a very bitter way. And something like that just kind of goes to really showcase the mindset that someone has around money because money itself is not evil. Money is not bad. The people that have money, they're good or bad people on their own. Like money doesn't make them that way. Money just really like is a microscope for who they are as an individual or who they were before they even had money. Money is just neutral. It's literally it's just paper. It's a piece of paper that has like, you know, some prints on it that we're saying has value to it. All money is, is something that we use to exchange. It's for value exchange. If you want a service, you would pay money for that service and that money had like the value of that service, right? So inherently money is just very neutral and we attribute either positive attributes or negative attributes to money depending on how we've kind of, what we've experienced when it comes to money. One thing that I would really urge you guys to do is dig deep and really think about some of the money mindset beliefs that you have. And you can be someone who's like, girl, I'm chasing the bag. I'm trying to get my bag. I'm getting this paper. Like 2019 is all about me getting my money, counting my dollar bills. Like I understand, like I get that. But even if you're chasing your paper, you're trying to grab your bag all 2019, you can still have negative money mindset beliefs behind that. And if you have mindset beliefs that are hindering you from bringing in that bag, bringing in that money, or if you have any blocks, like you're gonna have to address them before you even bring in any money. Otherwise, like, yeah, you might bring money in, but it's always gonna be like work. It's always gonna be, not. I don't wanna say a struggle, but it's always gonna be you putting in work to do something like that when honestly, it could be a lot easier and there could be a lot more flow attributed to it. I would say one of the things that helped me with like my money mindset beliefs is like whenever something would happen, I would really try to think deep about why I had that money mindset belief. So first of all, I guess I would go back to the example of my bank account. And I think when I was um, out of work for a little bit and things were really, really tight with my money, I would be so anxious to open up my Bank of America app because I was like, I just don't know. Like, I probably have like $3 in there. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't really have a savings account. It was just really, really dismal. And so opening up my account was like a reminder of my situation. It was just kind of like, I could go about my life and almost forget that I had no money until I opened up my app. And that was a period of time that I went through for a couple of months. I'm in a much better place now financially and mindset wise and I still had that kind of like that block of like me having anxiety around that and it was more about me having anxiety because I didn't feel secure it was about me being afraid that I didn't have enough like me thinking me feeling into that lack mindset I started to really remind myself of where I was I started to repeat affirmations to kind of let myself know money is flowing in you will always have money things will always work out you were in this place before look at where you are now it worked out like you weren't there forever if you ever get back to that place but you won't, you won't be there forever so some of these affirmations I really had to tell myself and I really had to get to the point where I could open my account app and look at like what I had in there and not feel anxious about it, even if it wasn't quote unquote that much. And 
Another thing I would say is that I would have to feel grateful. So even if I open my account and I had $3, I'm like, you know what? I am so grateful because I paid my bills. Like I had money to pay my bills. And even though I only have $3 left, like it's okay. Cause my car bill is paid. Like my insurance is paid. Like all these things are paid. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy for that. And it's okay that there's not much left because I, I use the money to pay for services that I value in my life, that I need in my life and that I wanna keep happening. Again, that was also affirmations, changing my mindset, but also changing my perception. So not looking at it and being like, this is a lack of money, but looking at it and being like, I'm abundant because I have all these things and I use my money to get them. That's another thing I would suggest you guys do. Like, first of all, like addressing some of the money mindset beliefs. And you can do this by just looking at situations where you feel really uncomfortable about money. You feel really scared about money. So again, budgeting. So the story I started out with earlier in the podcast, like about me and my friend budgeting, budgeting is okay. Like it's okay to budget. It's okay to be fiscally responsible. But when you find yourself in a place where you're budgeting and you're thinking so into lack like you're trying to cut things out you're trying to shift things around because you're being really like cheap honestly about things in your life because you are really craving the sense of security that's kind of where you have to look deep and say all right why am I trying to be so cheap about these things why am I trying to cut these things out? why am I feeling like I won't be secure unless I do these things and once you find those blocks and the negative beliefs that you have about money then it becomes you having to rewrite those beliefs And that's not something that happens overnight. Unfortunately, that is something that is a continuous process. You have to shift your perspective and you have to shift into a feeling of gratefulness and a feeling of abundance. Like you have to look at it and be like, I have all these things because I've been able to pay for it. Or I have all these experiences. Like the other day, I was able to go see the Rachel Hollis movie in theaters and I used my money to buy the tickets and go have that amazing experience with my friend Jacqueline. I chose to have an experience and feel into that feeling of abundance. Finding out what your money mindset beliefs would be the first thing, addressing them and trying to rewrite them. And sometimes they go a lot deeper than just security. Sometimes they are connected to like family. I remember in the... Uh, Jen Sincero book, she talked about how she had a situation where she wanted to buy a coaching program and it was like a ton of money for her at the time. And she had a breakdown about it and she was trying to figure out like, why was she breaking out about it? Was it because it was a lot of money for her at the time or like, why was this happening? And she realized that her father would give her money sometimes. That was kind of like his way of showing his love for her. And she realized that if she bought this coaching program and up leveled and really got herself to the position where she was making a lot of money or a lot more money, she wouldn't necessarily need this money from her father. And then she was wondering, well, how would he show his love? And not that he wouldn't you know, show his love in other ways, but that was one of the things that he did to really show his love for her. And if she stopped him from doing that by investing in herself, she felt like she didn't know what he would do. That was something that was really, really, really deep and hidden 
under random fears that she had about spending the money. So it wasn't about that the program was a lot of money at the time. It really came down to her relationship with her father and how money was interweaved or interwoven in that relationship. So sometimes our money mindset beliefs aren't as simple, I guess, as we're afraid of not having enough or we're afraid of not being successful in having enough or things like that. Sometimes it really is about family or sometimes it's about our self-esteem or sometimes it's about our self-love and until you can really figure out and pinpoint where those beliefs are coming from you can't really change them so you have to really dig deep you have to do the work this can be just being conscious doing some journaling work and really getting honest with yourself and sitting down and being like why do I feel this way about money and once you can do that that's where the real work starts because that's when you can actually start to rewrite those beliefs and understand that there is more than enough to go around. You are really the one in charge of how much you can make because you are the one setting the beliefs. I'm a big believer of your perception is your reality because that is exactly what you see. So if you start to set your beliefs to seeing abundance in everything, being grateful for every single thing you have, understanding that you can only have more if you're appreciative of what you have now. I think that's when things will start to shift and you'll start to really see that you can have every single thing you want, including a ton of money if that's what you so choose to have, which I think that's a, that's a, and, and that's not a bad thing. I think, um, I also point that out that I think we have this perception and this belief in society that people who want a lot of money are greedy. I don't think that is true because I think that money is so important in this society that to want a lot of money is just to want different things for different people. So personally, I want to have a lot of money because I want to have freedom with my time and my life. And I also want to have the power that comes with money because I want to help change the world and in a good way. And so when you try to also figure out the reasons why you want a lot of money, I think that helps you as well because then you can really feel into the feeling of having that money and having that abundance because you're understanding exactly why you want more. And it's not like, I want to be a millionaire. I hear so many people say that, like, I want to be a millionaire. It's like, why? Like, do you just want to be a millionaire so you can say, like, I'm a millionaire? Like, or is it that you want a million dollars because you're going to make a change in the world? Like, what, or, or you want to take your family on multiple vacations or you want to retire your mom or, like, what is your reason? And so I guess that would be another quick tip is understanding why you want to be abundant and really feeling into that feeling of why you want to be abundant. I want to do a couple more of these and I want to do some that I actually do outline where I give you a step-by-step walkthrough on how you can change your mindset to attract more money, how you can really change your mindset to do a lot of things. And that's going to be something that we're going to explore a lot on future episodes. And this is kind of an intro to that. And this is kind of a prelude to that because I have given you some tips here, but they've been not as detailed as I could be. And I do plan to get super detailed with you guys in further episodes. I hope you enjoy this one. I hope that I made you think a little bit about how you're talking about money, how you're thinking about money and how you are desiring money in your life because it really does make a difference what your thoughts are when it comes to money. And you can change your life. You can have as much money as you want. Don't ever let anyone limit you. I know that sometimes I'm at work and people joke about like, oh, I wish I were a millionaire. And I'm like, well, you can be. 
And they're like, I can't ever be. Like, I won't ever be a millionaire. And I'm like, well, with that type of thinking, you won't ever be a millionaire. And it's so true. Like, if you're like, I can't do this and I can't do that, you sure can't. Like, what's that quote? It's like, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. (laughs) That's it. So change your thoughts, change how you talk about money, change how you think about money and change how you relate to money. Show your bank account some love, like open it up and like, like even if you got two cents in there open it up and love on those two cents okay and more will come i promise you thank you guys for listening to this episode i hope that this wasn't too eclectic with me having no outline and no plan but i really just wanted to do an episode where i just talked and let my thoughts flow and let you guys get as much of my energy and as much as my vibes and as much as my knowledge as you could. Come visit me on Instagram. Let me know what you thought of this episode. I hope you have an amazing weekend. This is going up on the Sundays. Your weekend's probably over. So I guess have an amazing week. And I will see you guys on Wednesday for episode five. Bye. This summer, paradise is wherever you are with the new Pineapple Passion Fruit Starbucks Refreshers Beverage. With tropical pineapple and passion fruit flavors, it's bright and refreshing, like sunshine in a cup. Your happiest here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest visit, a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com slash events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.